Hello and welcome to another episode of Bacon. Uh, wait, no, this is uh, Dumb and Dumbest. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dumb and Dumbest. And I'm here with my beautiful, wonderful, tuna-eating, banana-smelling, balding, weird lump of a co-host, Curtis Dewar. I'm eating tuna right now, just in case anybody's curious. This isn't my lunch break. This is my lunch break, I mean. Yeah, this is this is how we do it. I am sitting surrounded by a beautiful lunch made for me by my dear sweet grandma bacon. I'm and in Ontario where it's cold. What? Yeah, I'm in Florida. Yeah. You can probably hear the pool a little bit. Maybe I'll go splashing it later while Curtis is talking. Sure. Well, I'll eat my tuna. And today we are talking about Are we talking about uh we're talking about posers? Just kidding. I mean sort of. Sort of, yeah. Talking about Greta Van Fleet and people like Greta Van Fleet. Because Greta Van Fleet, as you know, are releasing a record right now. Mm-hmm. And it's getting a lot of traction. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of uh, haterade mm-hmm. being directed at them. For the record, I had not heard them till today. I don't even know how that's possible. Like, Like, I'm not even trying to talk shit. Like, I don't know how you could not have heard Greta Van Fleet until today. I've heard of them, but I had never bothered to listen to them. That's fair, but still. I, I had heard, like, I've seen Bucky Brown ranting about them. I've seen you ranting about them, but I've I never... Really rant about them. I feel like I've kind of been in support. Well, I mean, ranting as in, like, a support rant, not like an oh. anti-rant. I mean, rant can have different meanings, right? I mean, that for you in a positive way, Bucky in a non-positive way, but... Um, I just want to say, though, Matt sent me a review to, sorry, a link to the review that Pitchfork did on Greta Van Fleet made me want to listen to the band. Now I'm a fan. So that just goes to show you that negative press can get you uh, buyers and people are going to listen to your music. Yeah. So there's a lot of, like, weird, interesting stuff going on here. Uh, How do you, where do you want to start with all this? Um. Okay. One one common complaint that I'm that I'm hearing about Greta Van Fleet is their derivative. My my uh, that's the first thing I want to take up. And my opinion is, who fucking cares? Everything's derivative. Well, I just like it that they're derivative of possibly the world's most derivative band. Yeah, like Zeppelin were definitely derivative of all those blues guys. And I mean, how many bands have they been accused of ripping off? Like in copyright lawsuits, at least four or five, I think, if I'm not mistaken. In lawsuits, four or five. Yeah. Or, you know, more broadly speaking, because no one's trying to defend some, you know, some third weight Muddy Waters mm-hmm. from 1934, like probably even more, you know, exactly. like I'm someone who, who listens pretty deeply to the blues mm-hmm. and like I'll find like Lightning Hopkins bits that, uh, you know, that Jimmy Page stole directly and stuff. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of Led Zeppelin. Let me just say that right off the... Well, I'm not like... I don't hate them, but I'm not like obsessed with them like Matt is. But Greta Van Fleet, if you're going to rip off rip off any bands, I mean, Led Zeppelin's a good one to rip off because they were, they were one of the world's most popular bands back in the 70s and still are. And there are much... Um, I was having this conversation with Vince Bellino. Hopefully, he doesn't get mad at me for saying this. But they're a much harder band to ape than Black Sabbath. Zeppelin are, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. Because they're they're more they know they know their instruments better. Well, or at least I think people take 
only a very small segment of what Black Sabbath is about and don't understand like the real purpose of Black Sabbath. But kind of philosophizing aside, there's a larger problem here. So I want to talk about that. But I also want to talk about kind of the larger pro- and how Greta Van Fleet's derivative. But I also want to talk about the larger problem, mm-hmm. which is like, you fucking idiots. Like, you wonder why young people don't like hard rock or classic rock, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get a young, then you get a band targeting young people playing fucking Coachella. And what is the first thing people do? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying Greta Van Fleet are the best band in the world. I'm not saying Greta Van Fleet are on a mission from God to save rock and roll. Like, no, I don't, I don't really care. Like, what I do care about is these are a bunch of kids playing in a rock band that sounds like a rock band you like. And you can't handle it. Like, yeah. like, like I'm not, I'm legitimately like, don't understand. Like, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Like, I legitimately don't get why you would be like, why you would hold this opinion. Well, there, what I also find really funny is that these same people in a couple of years when these guys get huge, like massive, and then they get a little bit poppy due to pressure, they're, they're, those are going to be the same people who are going to say Greta Van Fleet sold out. Yeah, true. Well, it's like, true. I mean, it's the same thing that happened with Wolf Mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wolf Mother's a great. Same with that other band. Uh, oh man, I wish I could think of their names. They had a bunch of they 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 were like these long be- they had long beards and then they turned into a pop band. Kings Leon. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. And like ultimately, you know. Now they sold out. Oh. How do you think people find out about rock music? Like people don't find out about rock music. By like digging into the deepest, weirdest, most obscure thing. No, they find it from the radio, what they hear at work, and what they hear in the store and stuff like that, right? This is the same reason that Ghost is a really important band, outside of the fact that they're better than your band. Like, hands down, they're better than your band. Yeah. Like, honestly, nowadays, if Judas Priest was in their heyday, nowadays, people would be calling them posers. Like, I mean, come on, it's true. Yes and no. I think there's I think there's sort of a whole like speed metal world that's pretty beloved right now that you and okay. I kind of exist outside of. What about Iron Maiden? I mean, a lot, like like again, a lot of it depends on context and it depends on the scene you're introducing yourself into. I think sure. that if I were Greta Van Fleet's managers, I would have really inserted them more. I would have done a slower role and inserted them more into like the stoner rock world first. I agree 100%. That is a problem that they, that, yeah, I agree with you on that. They should have probably gone into the niche factor right away versus trying to go explode with the popular. You're right on that. That's probably actually what the root cause of the problem is with the gatekeeping, that they didn't actually start inside the genre, but they're trying to expand into it after getting, trying to get it, uh, get into the pitchfork crowd. You probably hit the nail right on the fucking head there, Matt. That was very astute of you. Uh, that's what I do, but I think that if they came out like and did something with like obelisk, yeah, like you're right. No, you're right, one hundred percent. This, these are wise words, Matt. You know, and and again, that's not to like like obelisk is a great website. Like, don't get me wrong, you know. But I'm saying like they would have 
I think they would have developed a much more diehard uh, group of fans. Yeah. If they had done that, you know, because like you can look at a band like Mothership who did that and have that kind of diehard core. And Ghost did that, and but and they still got a good hardcore base of fans, even though they got a lot of people rip, say, saying shit about them. But still. And what's interesting is that the hardcore base of fans for Ghost isn't really black metal people. No. Even though there are still black metal people who I think enjoy that band. There's tons, because, I mean, Fenris was the one who introduced them. Eric from Watain was another one who helped introduce them, you know. Yeah. And, it, and it established legitimacy, you know, and I think that's sort of where Greta Van Fleet are lacking. But, again, that's a whole separate conversation. Yeah. But it's true. That's very to the point. If, if they would have established themselves within the genre first before trying to get in there after going with the hipster crowd, would have been a bit much smarter move for them. Yeah. But they're probably, at the same time, they're making a lot more money the way they're doing it now, I'm sure. Yeah, but again, it's short-term gains versus long-term. I agree. They're going to burn out a lot faster. They potentially could because of the way they handled it. But anyway. Or they could turn to Kings of Leon, and Kings of Leon are one of the biggest rock bands in the world right now. So Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people say they sold out, like I said, because they went from being a rock band to being a pop band. Yeah. I think there's several um, layers to it that need to be sort of taken into consideration. I agree. And I think that it's, I think that it's fairly uh, problematic, I guess, to kind of say like, um, you know, Greta Van Fleet could have been bigger if they had done X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. I think that Greta Van Fleet, really are just sort of dealing with a lot of pressure from a lot of different angles. And I also, I'm very curious to see if this actually stimulates an interest in rock music among young people. Or if I it does. You think what? I said, I hope it does. I don't think it will though. I think they're so heavily marketed towards the boomers nostalgically watching Almost Famous. Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, that like, I mean, but then again, you and I don't actually know any young people. So, like, if you're, you you know, your kids. I know you, Matt, and I know my kids. That's about it. Yeah, but I don't, like, the only young people I know are, like, Vince. (laughs) Yeah, Vince and you are probably the only two that I really talk to, yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, but, like, regardless of me being secretly 50, um, you know, I think it's important that... I think it's important that we sort of differentiate and realize, like, I don't necessarily think that a lot of, like, 20-year-olds are all stoked on Greta Van Fleet. I but think who, they're stoked on Led Zeppelin. They could be. That would be an interesting survey to, to take if someone was interested in going to a school without looking like a major perv and asking them if they were into Greta Van Fleet. Because, like, I can tell you my, my, my sister, who has, who's 19 and has pretty conventional tastes, has never heard of Greta Van Fleet. And I would not be surprised if when Greta Van Fleet's fucking ad person goes into fucking ad manager, they're not, they're not looking at people going to college at all. No, not, yeah, I agree. You know, and this is sort of the thing is, like, because, like, if I was their fucking guy running their ads, I wouldn't be pitching them to people in college. Like, like this isn't, like, some youth trend and even if it was, can, do you realize how old that makes you sound? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like, oh, this rock band is, is not doing rock the way I like it because 
the way we did it when I was a kid, that was the right way to do rock. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 can you just like fucking listen to that for a second? Yeah. Um, you know, like, like, I think you can objectively be like, I, Greta Van Fleet's not for me. Like, Homeboy's voice is kind of annoying, especially on this record, which is, quite frankly, not as good as it needs to be. Yeah, no comment for me on that because I haven't heard the whole thing and I've only heard like three songs so far. But what yeah, I've heard, it's, it's fine. But it needed to really, really slap if they wanted to kind of live up to the hype, and it did not really, really slap. Now I'm really curious on how this whole album sounds. I'm gonna have to listen to the whole thing today. Yeah, and maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow because it's really, it's it's sort of an interesting convergence of shit going on right now with it. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious to see how it sort of shakes out. And sort of, you know, I think that, you know, I always think it's interesting when we find things that, you know, I think a lot of the vitriol against it is because for those of us involved in the under world of underground rock, this is our thing. And some suit trying to understand our thing. You know, I think there was one article that was like, there's literally got to be people right now trying to figure out how to get Greta Van Fleet. Um into a car with, with uh, Robert Plant and Jimmy Page for that Comedians in Cars show, or <laughs> the Singing in Cars thing, from the guy who hosted the Grammys a couple years ago. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like they, they're very clearly a marketed product, and it's very clearly a lot of what Curtis and I talk about kind of to, like, the logical extreme, I guess you could say. Yeah, but you got to learn. But you got to figure out what you can learn from it, rather than knocking it. Yeah, exactly. So, as we head towards the end of this podcast, what can you learn from it? Well, what you can do. Well, one thing we, you can learn is uh, number one is if you want to have long term success, it's probably best to start out marketing yourself to the niche audience. Like you mentioned, they should be going after stoner rock people because they're in danger of getting not of like not being sustainable because they're being marketed to the wrong crowd and that the short-term gains may not pay off into being long-term gains, but Hey, we could be wrong. We could be wrong, but I don't think, I don't think so. I think you're 100% right on that. Um, and you can also look at just where, where, like how they're doing their marketing and you can just anything like that. You can learn from it. You know, how do they, how are they packaging it? You know, what are they, how are they talking about themselves? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's interesting to see how they talk about themselves because, again, how they talk about themselves is in many ways very, I think, baby boomer uh, centric. Which is good. Like, I haven't seen any, like, I keep in mind, I just picked up on this band today and I've only seen minuscule stuff on them, your rants and stuff. So no comment there. But I, but if, if they're talking to boomers, then that's probably better than talking to the Coachella crowd. Yeah, well, because those people want rock music. Again, Greta Van Fleet, I, I don't really think there's a lot of young people who are, like, I could be totally wrong, but, like, at least as far as I perceive it, there's not a lot of youth out there going, like, stoked for this Greta Van Fleet record. Or or if there are, it's so outnumbered by sort of the the, the, the common 70, conventional rock fans. Holy shit, Matt. What? 70,000 likes on their page. Yeah. They're, they're a major force. Yeah, I didn't know that. I've just heard the name and never really checked into them, like I said. So. Oh my God, I'm sneezing on the air. It's so bad. We are we are the worst at podcasts. Oh no. 
Um, point being, it's a very interesting scenario. It's one that I've spent a lot of time thinking about, obviously, as you can tell. And I encourage you to spend some time thinking about it too, just because there's a lot to learn, a lot to kind of dig into. And it's, you know, and, and at the end of the day, they are, in my eyes, a pretty good band. I think they're not, again, they're not as good as they really needed to be. You know, this really isn't the record <clears throat> that they had to put out if they wanted to, like, win over the global rock fan base. But it's still, like, kind of interesting to see how a rock band is developed. You know, they're one of the biggest rock things to come out that impact our world since basically Ghost. Yeah. You know, which is a big fucking deal considering Ghost is about to play the Barclays Center. Yeah. Anyway, what do you have to plug? Uh, today I have a, well, from yesterday, I, like I always forget. Uh, we have Witching have a video out today for uh, over at Cult Nation for, called uh, False Martyr. If you're into Black and Doom, go and check them out. Uh, they're pretty cool. And uh, that's all I got for today. I'm going to have a bunch of stuff tomorrow, but I'm just going to leave that till tomorrow. Yep. Later this week, Curtis and I will be recording our webinar, yep. um, which he has yet to review. I would like to point out to shame him on the air. I, I will get to it today. Don't worry. Or tomorrow. Or Thursday. Uh, otherwise, we've got Prophecy Fest coming up, which will be very exciting. And uh, today, I just want to say that the Bacon's Bits have been doing really well lately. And I really appreciate all of you who comment and, and say nice things or mean things or just things. You know, maybe yeah. you maybe want to come out. Uh, Plain Ride just commented yeet, which I still don't know what it means, but. You get any uh, porn bots uh, co commenting on your post, Matt? What? You have any porn bots uh, commenting on your post, Matt? Uh, I got a bot. I'm looking right now. It looks like I got a bot. That's good. Uh, for the record, just fans, it's, it, just respond to bots anyway. Just because it, it, makes you, it, it makes you look better to the algorithm. You know, like if the algorithm could figure out you were a bot, it would. Yeah. Then they're going to think you're a bot when they finally catch. I, I highly doubt that. <laughs> I reply to bots. It seems to boost my view count, but who fucking knows? Anyway. I just hit spam, but whatever. Anyway. Thank you guys for listening. Do we have any final points? Just are we done yet? And no, I think we're done. So are we done yet?